Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I'm a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. This season is finally here, and we can't wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome. Hey everyone, welcome to season six, episode seven. Um, so y'all already know the drill. We're gonna get started with some class reminders, okay? Yeah. So starting off with our book club. So y'all, we had our last meetup, and it was not. It let's just say it was only two attendees by the names of Danasia and Faith. Yeah. You know, we know life be life be y'all, but we we do want to try to get more people in on the book club, especially Mm -hmm. if you are reading and you haven't had a chance to actually like sit in on um, one of the calls. We're going to have our next one on October 15th. It was originally going to be the weekend before, but Faith is going to be out of town. So we pushed it back and that'll give you guys one more week to catch up if you know you got to get them pages in. Um, So meeting at October 15th, that's a Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So hopefully you guys can make it. I know some girlies were saying they had work and stuff. We totally understand. But if you have been reading and you want to make it, you know, we're just trying to figure out this is really what we should do next season because if the girlies don't make it to the the third meetup, it's giving read on your own. We send recommendations in the group chat, you know. Mm Um, so yeah, we're just, you know, we're really experimenting with you guys, like seeing what works, what doesn't. So yeah. if you guys are like, nah, the book club ain't it, just let us know. We, we are all right with that. That part. Reading already does take a lot of time, you know, and yeah. I'm really trying my best. Mm-hmm. So just let us know, honestly. We're, we're cool if you guys are like, yeah, girl, we're not going to do that again. Um, so we're moving on to the group chat also. Like if you guys haven't joined the group chat in our link tree, um, we have a group me, um, the girlies been pretty active in there. We've been had a lot of bots, y'all. I've been on like bot duty. I feel like like the bots have gotten creative to the point where now they're making like black girl profile pictures. I kid you not, because yeah. usually when I'm accepting who's coming in, I look and I'm like, so like a real person, yeah. Or is it given sets bot? If it's given sets yeah. bot, like the ones on Instagram, I'd be kicking them out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been trying to. I've been trying to vet. No, I'm, I'm so serious. Like, I've been trying to vet who's real and who's not in that chat. Um, yeah. And then finally, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're still at 152 subscribers, and we're trying to hit 200 by the end of this season. So we have a couple more episodes left um, yeah. and 50 more people. So 50 people, if you are looking at this screen right now on YouTube or if you're listening to us right now, you know you haven't subscribed, open the YouTube app, type in Type A Black Girls, or go to our link tree and subscribe. It takes three seconds. Thanks. We're going to hit that goal. I'm going to manifest it. Um, but yeah, guys, that's the end of the class reminders. Now we're going to dive into Rosebud and Thorn. If you're new here, your rose is something good throughout your week. Your bud is what you're looking forward to next week. And your thorn is something bad in your week. Essentially. Yeah. I'm going to go fast and quick in the beginning because Danasia has a lot, a huge um, on her RBT. So uh, my rose is Lola actually left yesterday for a work trip which I thought was a work trip. So like, I was like, you know what? Like, let me clean the house and get his favorite Starbucks drink and favorite Starbucks snacks. So he can just be welcome to a clean house and some snacks. Did he get home? And I'm like, I have a surprise for you. So, cause we love surprises. Give him a surprise. He's like, I have a surprise too. I'm oblivious. I'm closing my eyes. Like, Ooh, I hear him open up his zipper. Girl, why did he get his braces off? That wasn't no work trip. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. He's like, 
And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Because then he going to text me um, on the plane like, hey, uh, just scheduled my braces appointment. I'm, I'm going to go back next week. And I'm like, mm, okay, like totally fine. Oblivious. Cause, and the thing is, he has always told me. Exactly. He's always told me I'm never going to know when he got, he's got his braces off. Um, but also not karma, but karma, he is in so much pain. I have never seen this man in so much pain in my entire life. Like seeing a man in pain is truly, truly like something serious. Like it's, it just hurts when he puts the little things in and takes them out. Oh baby. I know that pain. When I had smile direct, taking those out to eat was felt like I was literally ripping my teeth out. It's the worst tooth pain. People talk about back pain, every other pain, nah, tooth pain and cramps pain. Ooh, we'll have you literally on the floor. Yeah. So I, I like last night I just made because he was like, oh, I was like, what do you for dinner? He's like, I'll just have a smoothie. I'm like, that's weird. You just got off the plane and eat all day. But OK, makes sense now. So I made him a smoothie. Um, I just I've just been trying to make a lot of soft foods, like kind of like, I'm like I could make my potatoes if he wasn't lying and didn't tell me it was going to work. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that. Um, also another rose. Um, the reason why we were actually supposed to record yesterday, but it honestly worked out for us recording today. But I had cramps on top of prepping for a presentation that obviously I had all week to prep for, but I didn't start until yesterday night, like at 8 p.m. Because I'm just like, if I'm prepping for it for too long, I'm going to think about too too hard. But if I'm on a strict deadline, I could get things done. So mm-hmm. I wish I wish I wasn't like that, but I am. So um, presentation went very, very well. Like it, I was stressed the frick out. And my my manager and my director really know like, their employees and my manager might they know that I really like words of affirmation so she's like this was a great presentation this really really helped I'm like this is what I need after a long day's work like I have been stressed yeah. so much about this so I just felt like I needed a win because I have not had a win in a, in a in a while at work I will say I'm getting a little burnt out at the moment so yeah Rose Lola Lola's teeth and presentation mind you he got his braces a month after we started dating so I, oh. I don't, I haven't known this man without braces. So it's, it's definitely weird, but love. Um, I also might get Invisalign because I stopped wearing my retainer and now I have a gap again, but I don't want Invisalign during my engagement photos. So we might just put, pump the brakes on that one. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. but going to North Carolina in a few weeks, going to Florida in a few weeks. So North Carolina work trip, Florida bachelorette trip with Kelly, um, and then we are getting a bonus soon, which I'm very excited for. And Cisco, I Love. guess, did, did really, really well this past fiscal year. So it's looking really cute. Unfortunately, slash fortunately, I'm grateful that I am getting the bonus, but it will all be going to my student loans because I plan to pay off at least half by next year. Um, and it's not, so it's, it's getting, it's given real tight, especially on top of saving for the wedding next year. Um, still not engaged, but we know what's happening. And then finally, my little brother called me and having siblings when your parents restarted and like, you don't know what to talk about. Like, what does me and a 13 year old little boy have to talk about? This man is literally yeah. like on the phone with me, light skinning me, phone up. I said, Griffin, what are you light skinning me for? What, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I have a six pack too. And see. So then he goes when into the bed. When did we start talking about six packs? Like, mom, it's crazy how fast they grow up and they just start. It's like a switch. Mom, it's literally, his voice sounds so deep. At one point he called me and I thought a Mexican man had taken his phone. I said, who was this? I was Griffin. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but, give his phone back. Literally give his phone back. So he, and then, and then he's like, yeah, you know, so you got, you got girlfriends. He's like, 
yeah, but you know, I'm saving my first kiss for marriage. <laughs> now that, you know what, actually, that's reassuring. That, you know, it, it's, it's very reassuring. And then like, he has like this 12 pound weight and he's like lifting weights while he's talking to me. He's, yeah, you know, gotta get pumped. For what are we preparing for? Literally, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, these are my muscles. Griffin, what, do you not know how to talk to people? And, and, and the thing is, I was like, Griffin, we have nothing to talk about. He's like, yeah, I'm just making up stuff to ask you because I miss you. Oh, like, <laughs> that's cute, though. Oh, my little sweets. And he's like, so when can you get here? And I said, so I, 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 I told him on my travel for the next few months. I said, the earliest I can get there is December 21st to Arizona. And he was like, I just, I just wish you could just be here a little bit more, though. And I was just like, damn. Like, damn. Like I would love to, but it's just like it's logistically, financially, it's it's just not that's not how that works, unfortunately, sweets. And it's like he's thirteen; he doesn't he gets it, but he doesn't get it, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure I would be doing the same thing with this uh, older sibling too. Like I miss all my siblings for sure, but it's just like, you know, I it's life, you know. Um. So yeah, that. So now we have a consistent call, Facetime call every Tuesday, and he actually just called me today. I'm like, hey, our days are Tuesdays. Don't get greedy. Like, I love you. I love you. But, you know, we, let's stick to the break. plan. Let's stick to the plan. Two hours every Tuesday. Let's keep it to that. TT. Okay. Finally, Thorn. So I really had to sit with myself because the end of September, beginning of October is very, very busy. And there is a few, there's a slot right before my busiest week of work. And right after I get back from North Carolina that I could go to Beyonce and do like a really quick trip and do like a day stay at a hotel but then a few days after that, I'm going straight to Florida. And I really said to myself, I said, do we want to go to say we went or do we want to go because it's something we have really been waiting for for a long time? It's to say we went. And I was just like, you know what? If she came to Denver, sure. It, there, there's not many, there's not a lot of logistics on my end, but because it's just so, I'm going to be burnt I out know. by the time I go to the bachelorette. I'm going to be burnt out. It is what it is. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to target to the game. And that's, it's just not happening. So, hey, but I am going to a lot of smaller artists that I do know all the words to. And I said, I can listen to Renaissance once. Once. Like, oh, it, wow. It, yeah, I listened to it on one of my walks and I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, it, but it wasn't like, I am Life is Changed Forever vibes. And that's typically when I, when I go to concerts, Life is Changed Forever vibes. Mm. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm glad we sat with ourselves though. Cause we, we, I needed to have that talk with myself. Also, like I said, I've had my period for a week and some change. Um, at one point, I had cramps for from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Like every afternoon, my cramps would just start as soon as I got on my walk and it just wouldn't stop. So, yeah, it's been it got to a, I haven't cried for cramps in a probably like three, four months. It's been a rough time over here. Um, and finally, I got bored one day this weekend and I had like this feet peeling mask and they were like, give it three, four days. They'll start peeling and forgot about it. Oh my gosh. Like, what is, do I have blankets stuck to my feet while I'm working? I'm like, do I have just fuzz balls other than my feet? I'm looking, I'm like, feet just peeling. I'm like, oh, th- there it goes. So I'm Mom, in- <laughs> I've done those before. When I tell you, I woke up and I'm like, what is this all over my sheets? Just dead skin. But, but, but the results are magnificent. If you haven't I- already, get them when you know you're not going to wear no sandals. And I'm telling oh. you. Yep. Yep. I'm, yeah. I'm prepping now for the bachelorette 
like in little spaces. Like I'm doing exercise in the morning and the night because of my cramps, it, it's, all, it's been very like volatile vibes. Like, uh, yeah, peaks and valleys on when I'm exercising that hard. Um, but it's like, whatever my body looks like is what my body looks like. And I'm going to put these clothes on regardless. And, and we going to look good regardless, realistically. Regardless. regardless. And, it, and it's like, I know I've done the work. So it's not like I said, oh, well, frick, I didn't do the work, you know? So, yeah. And um, that is my RBT. There's a lot, but it was a lot sprinkled in, but not too long. Mom, let's get into yours. Yeah. And really quick, I want to say, honestly, props to you for realizing, like, if you don't know all the words to an artist, you don't have to go to their concert. If you're not their biggest fan, you don't have to go. Because there was a lot of people at Beyonce that I could tell have listened to one to two songs and was just going to say they went. And it yeah. wasn't like, you know, like not to say you have to be a diehard fan to go to a concert. You can just enjoy music because you want to enjoy music. Yeah. But I think a lot of people there honestly were more just there for like to say they it's went sad. and to post about it and then to be like, okay, that's done. Because like they're looking at other fans that know all the words crazy like oh y'all doing a lot but it's like yeah. if you really do like an artist you usually go hard for them so mm-hmm. like yeah. screaming like bruno, bruno major his little lullaby songs i'm going ham like i keanu today yeah. was was like my first little intro to be like if we had food and she was just the background music this would be good but right because i'm hungry i only know max seven five to seven songs you know, yeah. like I, my smaller artist is really who I ride for. And you, you just gotta, you just gotta realize who do you ride for? And if it is a bigger artist, cool, drop that money. But if it's not, just go to the smaller artist. And realistically, you could see the whole Beyonce concerts and snippets on literally on every platform. Yeah. Exactly. And not even just that, like, even when I went to see Drake, a lot of the people did not know his older stuff. Like he played an older song and no one knew it. And I'm like, that's crazy but i realize a lot of people are going just to say i want to see drake you do not you're not like a true you know true yeah fan. not to say you have to be but it's like at least no at least know something yeah this girl on tiktok believes it put things in perspective she is like girlies are selling these tickets and reselling these tickets for crazy prices and for the diehard fans we can't even go because y'all done sold it all out and all y'all know like for example she was saying steve, Lace, steve Lacey. all y'all know was bad habit and y'all zip lip the whole time you know only the parts that are trending on TikTok. You're not a true art, like fan of this artist or you're just going and it's like concert culture has changed so much. I'm not going to lie. So much from prices to outfits to looking at it, you crazy because you singing all the lyrics. No, that's what right. a concert is for. That's the point. And realistically, a lot of these artists, their diehard fans cannot afford to buy a ticket. And it looks like, oh, well, like their their concert's dead. Da, 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 da. Like, no, they literally, their diehard fans literally cannot pay $1,000 to come and see them. And the people yeah. that did buy them are only there to just post about it. So, yes. Yeah. But anyway, um, child. So speaking of concerts and stuff, my rose yeah. is that I went to the freaking VMAs last week or this week, I guess. Yeah. It was freaking Tuesday. Girl, it's, it's Thursday. It's feel like it's two two whole weeks. Not gonna hold you. Um, so the VMAs happened. Okay, so basically, like a month ago, my friend Dina, shout out to Dina, bro, because she be going to all types of stuff. Like she's really my outside friend. She knows yeah. about all these like concerts and events and stuff happening. She also told me about the Zoe One Hundred and One premiere that I went to. Yeah. Like, four so she told me a while ago, like, girl, sign up for this site called One Iota. Like, you can get all types of, like, tickets and stuff in your area. Like, it's usually for, like, New York and L.A. And they literally, if they need people to go to stuff, they just, like, call you up and ask if you need to go. Well, not call you, but they email you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can apply to go to different, like, um, day shows. Like, you can go see Good Morning America, the Drew Barrymore wow. Shore, like, uh, all the late night shows with, like, Jimmy Fallon. Like, all those. They need people in those audiences. So, like, you know, that's kind of the point of that. 
So um, I signed up a while ago and she was like, just fill out everything. So I filled out everything, like put a, put a photo. They was asking for height and weight. Like, <laughs> what? I'm like, what? But I also did select like casting. Like they need you as a background person too. So maybe that's yeah. why they asked that. But yeah, they got down to like the nitty gritty. Um, so I signed up and had a full profile set up. So when the VMAs came around, um, I had my application for that just to see if I could be like a seat filler or something. Um, and why did literally the day before the VMAs, I didn't even know what day they were actually, I just yeah. signed up. Like, I just knew it was September 12th and I was like, I don't even know what day that is. Didn't know it was a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The day before that Monday at like 9am, I get an email talking about you've been selected to be a pre- like a preferred super fan seated. Left. No clue what that means, but I was like, I guess I'm going. And they gave us like a, it was actually they're very organized. They gave us like a Pinterest board of what to wear. Oh, yeah, like a mood board. Wow. Like they was they was basically saying, don't come out here looking crazy. crazy yeah, you know, we don't know if you're gonna be pictured. So, and then later on down in the the draft of the email, I can show you guys like on on the story of like what they said because it was kind of crazy. They was like, don't wear heels, but then in the mood board, all the girls is wearing heels, and they called it like upscale casual. And I said, this is the most confusing dress code of all time. But I was like, you know, I'm gonna be extra regardless. So I said, I'm gonna just look cute regardless because I don't know what's gonna come out of this. Yeah. So luckily, I ended up having this really cute dress I was supposed to wear for my birthday last year, but my mm. birthday last year, I was like. I had nowhere to go. I dead ass yeah. just moved here. So I wore that. It was super cute, super fun. Um, I told my friends about it. Cause I'm like, y'all, I'm going to the freaking VMAs tomorrow. And they're yeah. like, Oh girl, well, how you do that? I said, go on this site. Now that I know that it actually is not a scam. Like it's a real yeah. thing. Like go on here and sign up girl. Long story short, my friend, Mia, Lizzie and Grant all came to, but they all got pit filler. So like they had to be in the pit where the audience is. And oh, it was, yeah and i was just like i don't know what it's like down there but i heard they confiscate your phones because they don't want you like on tv recording like you know looking like yeah you know so she was like oh no so they had to be standing for like hours yeah you yeah when you said you got there versus when it started i was like oh correct yeah yeah so like it was crazy but she said it was really lit like all, all my friends that got in that and dina was supposed to get that too actually the girl that told me about it but um she had class and she had two assignments mm-hmm. to women that because she's a student at FIT so she was like yeah. you know yeah. um and our friend Paul was supposed to go too but he didn't get an email back so it was just really hard yeah. to make with, like you got an email right yeah so um we go it was so much fun like I was like in the section I got really lucky with where I was sitting because I was on the section that saw like the left side of the stage and it was really interesting because I didn't know like seeing a live filming like that while one stage is setting up the other stage has a performance so like the stage that i was in front of i was seeing like cardi b she came down on some like like huge disco ball mm-hmm. i was seeing her sitting on the disco ball for like 10 minutes just waiting for the camera to come to her so as soon mm-hmm. as you see the performances like there's there's commercial breaks in between but they're filmed like immediately like in, in back to back yeah um so like i was just sitting there watching cardi b on a on a ball just waiting for it to come down and then when the camera started then the whole action happened and stuff yeah so it was really cool like all the artists that i saw at least on my stage specifically it was like cardi b meg um shakira uh doja cat was on the other stage diddy came out he brought out like keisha cole and oh, wow who else did he bring out i don't even know Nicki minaj was hosting um, she performed too uh metro boomin and future and he brought out like nav and sway lee and oh, wow. who's my forgetting there was there's was, there's was some k-pop groups that i wasn't too familiar with but they killed it they, they yeah ate. um carol g who is like a latina artist and I've then heard of her. 
um anita i think she's brazilian i think i've heard that name i've seen that name somewhere she ate they all yeah. ate one i'm not gonna lie love so um it was crazy because where I was sitting, like, so this is my section, right? Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a pit area where they have all the celebrities. There's one on the left, one on the right. So, like, we didn't know what was going on. We was just looking, and we realized that we can see backstage. So as, like, half the side, we can see backstage. Like, I'm seeing, like, Megan and Cardi, like, get their outfits on and stuff and, like, get ready, and their dancers practicing and rehearsing. What? And then in front is, like, the actual stage. And we saw Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know what the hell was going on with her set because she was one of the first artists um, after Lil Wayne performed. She's one of the first artists to perform on our stage and mid-performance, there was like sparks on the stage and like she was looking around confused and it would look like a huge like malfunction. I thought maybe this is because she's the first artist on this stage. Yeah. Moms, when I tell you like, like mini fireworks are popping out during her set and then all the curtains fall down. And she had the curtains were up. All the curtains fall down, and I see some security man escort her like off the stage. What? And I'm like, what? And everybody in the in the in the crowd is confused. Come to find out, apparently that's a concept she had in one of her music videos. It was on purpose. But baby girl can definitely act because she looks scared and lost, and I was scared for her. I'm like, they didn't mess up my girl Olivia's set. Like, yeah. so that was scary because every time there was a pop, like we were right there. So I'm thinking like. You know, do I need to duck and hide under my seat? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what? Oh my God. What else? Oh, so Jared Leto. You know Jared Leto. He. I, that's the. Is that the Joker man? Yeah, that's the Joker. Yeah. He has a little throat. So like all the celebrities that came through, like we saw a lot. So they like Selena Gomez came through, and she looked great. By the way, love Selena. Yeah, she looked really good. Rare beauty, right? Selena Gomez walked by us. Um, Offset came by in his little Michael Jackson outfit. Um, Chloe and Hallie. Hallie definitely having that baby because the outfit was giving I'm it's I was wondering what was going on. I woke up and I'm like, what is all this VMA mess? Pregnant? Pregnant? Yeah. Like it was a it was a flowy I'm expecting dress. Um Renee Rapp walked by, Doja Cat came by us, but she was actually looking normal, so I didn't know it was her. Because she had on like a wig. (laughs) Her outfit was giving like professor. And she was like, Hi guys. And everybody didn't was like, Who the hell is that? Yeah. And we realized that was Doja Cat. Um, and she had her little, like, demons, like, her performance. I don't know if you saw her performance. No. Okay. So to lay it out for you, it's like she's a professor, and there's, like, eight little demon girls. That's the best way I can describe them. It looks like many hers, like, drenched in blood. They're supposed to be her demons. The demons' moms were running through the crowd before her performance started. And I saw something dart out the corner of my eye, and I said, what is that? And I finally caught eye of one, and when I tell you, I thought something was going on. I was like, this must be some Hollywood Illuminati type shit happening in this in this arena right now. Because I just saw a demon. And I didn't know it was part of her set because she hadn't performed yet. And I, I got scared. And I tapped the girl next to me. I was like, did you see that? Like, what's going on here? Come to find out the little demons was part of the show. But they were literally running around in the dark. Like little blood-covered children running around in the dark. <laughs> and I said, I don't know what's going on here, but I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Absolutely not. Amen. Right. Can I have the church say amen? Thank you very much. <laughs> like, it was insane, moms. But back to Jared Leto, I say that because he was a little throat, okay? So he came up into the crowd, and everyone that was a celebrity that walked by was, like, saying hi and stuff to us, like, just because, like, it was fans, like, screaming for them. But Jared Leto walked by, like, three times. And then he came up and started walking up the crowd, like, where we were, where we were sitting, walking up, like, the bleacher stands. And going through and starts t- shaking random people's hands and giving fist bumps and hugs. And 
And and everybody was like, is that Jared Leto? And he got all this dark eyeliner. And I'm like, I think, I don't know. And he starts shakes hands, talking to people. And they were like, why are you here? Go sit down. Go sit down. His manager at the bottom of the stands looking at him like, bro, wrap it up. And he was like, I just wanted to say hi and check on you guys. Everybody good over here? Who was he, the principal? Like, it's just, it was just really weird. It wasn't even like a, oh, hope you guys are good type of way. It was like a, you're, you're, you're weird. Like he, I could tell his energy was definitely off and everybody in the crowd was like, oh, okay. Got it. All right. Um, but all together was a great time. Not gonna lie, moms. Um, well, I ended up leaving after the K-pop group because I thought that was the end of the show. Like they had, they had screens saying like, next up, da, 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 da. and everybody that was next up, I wasn't that excited for yeah so i ended up meeting up with um all my friends afterwards and we drove home to beat the traffic yeah girl i see on twitter later that being that Nicki minaj had come out and did itty bitty piggy after i left and lil wayne came out and did a millie and i said you know what she is going on tour rumors oh absolutely i'll be there i'll be there i'll be there like it really just it throwed me, but I will say seeing it behind the scenes, and maybe maybe I'm just spoiled because I saw Beyonce and I really saw what it takes to be a true performer. Yeah, but a lot of these artists do not have have it. I'm not gonna hold you the it factor. The it factor. A lot of it was I went back and watched all the performances that I saw like behind the scenes, kind of on mm-hmm. like YouTube, you know, or on Twitter, and lights cameras and action will really add a lot to a performance because the angles and the the the, the effects of like the, the lighting and stuff and how the camera work was made the it made the performances seem a lot more exciting than they actually were like oh, wow. seeing them in person i'm like it's not really given and yeah. the mics were not on like i think doja's mic was on and diddy's mic was on because he kept yelling but everybody yeah. else's mic was not on kept yelling i'm, I'm so serious what was he yelling about like yeah like like not gonna lie the music was hit of course he got bops we know that but it's like what did you talk yeah but i really was like dang this is not really what i expected i see but either way great time i'll be back next year i think next time i want to do the pit yeah since now i've had the experience of sitting i want to be like in the crowd because shakira like crowd surf like it was a whole thing so like the pit really do we gotta you know get in the full experience yeah so next time i'm gonna do the pit but this was great for like the first experience getting pictures because i got to go to the concession stand too and i did not eat before i came me and grant were in line together because he's my neighbor so we came together yeah girl when i tell you we were in that line starving and he almost didn't get in because they had reached their capacity for seat for like pit fillers so he was in the like 10 10 to 15 people were left in line because he got there late with me my Mm -hmm. check-in time wasn't until later so he got there late with me and literally they could see him on the other side they're like please let our friend in like he's literally right there and they ended up letting him in right as the show started but i know they was hungry because they did not let them go to the bathroom unless they asked and they couldn't have access to any food so if you're gonna do you this, up eating? huh? What did you end up eating? Because I know the chicken tenders were. Oh yeah, no, I waited for the chicken tenders because I oh, wasn't okay. eating that that dry beef brisket, whatever they had. I said I'm cool with that. Now, mm-hmm. granted, the the prices were absolutely insane. I think I spent about thirty dollars for like fries, chicken tenders, a Pepsi, and some Dippin' Dots. That's festival prices, frack. Easily, and the cocktails were like twenty five, thirty dollars each. Yeah, I saw the girlies commenting on that. They were like, huh? 
Oh yeah, they was tatsing for sure. Yeah. Um, but I said to say, if you live in New Jersey, New York, go to the VMAs next year because it was actually fun. It was free. Like we got a free concert. Maybe you can do on the Type A either TikTok or um, Instagram reel, like how you got into the VMAs. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna do a TikTok about it. So yeah. I'll definitely show the girlies. But if you guys want to log in, I'll show the post. Um, I'll show on the the story a post of like the website. It's called oneiota.com. So yeah, okay. log in there, girl, because they probably have other stuff coming up you can go to for free too okay um so that was my rose guys it was a long rose but it was really freaking fun and i was very spontaneous because i literally logged off of work and went got ready in 30 minutes and went over there like 30 minutes you girl that's saying a lot a lot that's saying a lot yeah um so yeah so that was my rose um my bud is that i'm spending my birthday in houston so i'm so excited like I just basically have bus club, another club, another club, another club planned for the entire weekend. So I'm yeah. really just like making reservations. Um, Houston, I don't know why every single place requires a $200 deposit before you can even enter the building for a reservation. That's a little oh, bit insane. Restaurants? Girl, yeah. There's a place called Camp I really want to go to because I didn't get to go last time I went to Houston. And yeah, they require like a $250 or $500 deposit down to make a reservation. What? And of course, it goes towards your bill. But I'm like, is we even going to drink too? I don't even. Are we going to eat and drink that much? I don't that know. Part. That part. Um, so that's been a little bit stressful. But you know what? I at least have the hotel and the, the flight booked and the reservations are work in progress. And I'm just excited to be drunk. Outside. Yeah. Having a great time with my friends. So, Facts. you know. Um, once again, shout out to Credit Card Points because I booked that flight completely with Credit Card Points. Love. Not out of pocket. And I said, shout out to Capital One Venture. Um, and now that I'm thinking about birthdays, I really want to do next year, like a 24 hour party since I'm turning 24. I saw that. I saw that on TikTok. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I think I want to do that because I know realistically after 20, after 24, I'm not doing all that. 25 yeah. is going to have to be like a grown girl type That's of like on the beach type of party um, yeah. type of vibe, vacation and whatever. Um, so realistically, 24 is my last year. I feel like I have the energy to do all that. So I'm yeah. really thinking about that, like what I'll do for 24, 24 karat type of birthday, but I really want to go to like a 24 hour party and just have like, like one day. Just, just a 24 hour bender. Yeah, literally. And just fill out. The, of course, there will be a nap in there. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not oh, staying boy. up 24 hours, but yeah. um, and my thorn is that, so I'm reviewing my lease. Okay. Like I love my apartment. Renewing my lease. I already submitted all the paperwork. I did all that, right? I go back and read my lease agreement and it says, make sure that you renew with the guarantors that you signed with when you first got this apartment. And I was like, okay, like that makes sense. I probably just got to sign a paper. Why did the guarantors email me yesterday? And they are like, okay, in order to like secure your, your renewal of your lease for next year, starting October 1st, you have to pay a thousand dollars to secure it. Basically, pay another year of a guarantor's fee. What? And I said, why? Why am I paying for a guarantor when I already have the apartment? Like, yeah, it don't make no sense. So long story short, my leasing agent, her name is Molly. Molly got a nice, cute little email today. Like, hey, girl, um, do I even need a guarantor anymore? I've already been renting here for a year. And it's like, I don't pay my rent. So, like, yeah. what are you guaranteeing with them realistically? Fact. So we're going to see what Molly has to say tomorrow, but I'm not paying that. Like, that's insane. 
a thousand dollars just to what like have a piece of paper it's literally just a piece of paper moms there's yeah. no significance to it like they don't do anything for the rental they don't do anything yeah yeah insane um so yeah let's go ahead and dive into this episode so we wanted to kind of talk about our five-year plan because we were thinking about like five years back from this year and that was 2018 and that yeah. realistically sounds a little crazy like we were freshmen in college and turning 18 19 like it was definitely a crazy time mm-hmm. so we started thinking like you know where do we see ourselves in the next five years in 2028 which is sounds like it's not a real year but yeah realistically it's going to come at us quick so of course being type a girlies we have to have a plan for everything so we're just thinking of like kind of talking with you guys about what we see ourselves doing in the next couple of years and also like breaking that down by different categories because mm-hmm. there's a lot to unpack, like physical, mental health, um, where we want to see ourselves in our career, our family. So we have a couple of categories here and we're just going to go item by item and kind of yeah. just talk about our goals and what we kind of see ourselves doing. Absolutely. So mom, do you want to kick us, kick us off with like type A black girls wise? Like where, where do we see ourselves in five years with type A black girls? Yeah, so within five years, I do want us to at least have a live show and do a tour at minimum. Like I would, I want to start with meetups for sure, but I want to do live shows and then, um, as well as a group type A black girl trip. If we can do that, I would absolutely love to do that. Yeah, I just I want to have a community with the type A black girls and really meet everybody as many people as we possibly can in person. What about you, moms? Yeah, like for me, I really want us to be able to go to a festival too, where we can also meet type A black girlies. Like realistically, we've always talked about going to Essence and being like invited to go to Essence as a podcast and speak about like our experiences or even do like a live show there. Like I feel like that would be like amazing. And it'd be really fun to just like connect with other black podcasters if they're invited there too. And kind of just like explore that, honestly. Um, Along with us doing the meetups because the meetups are really like what makes it better like putting a name to you guys' faces too like so many of you guys interact with us on instagram but we have no clue like no clue who you are like we just want to meet you you know yeah um and on top of that i really want us to be a guest on like a daily show or like some type of show where we can talk about how we got started and hopefully like inspire other girlies to start their podcast yeah um I don't know what show that would look like realistically, but like I see us like sitting on someone else's couch instead of our own and like talking about the pod Um, as well as having some of our, like our, our dream guests on the pod. Like we've talked about this before and I guess it really just depends on where we're at in five years. I see us definitely growing by then, but it's like, I want us to have some like really exciting guests on and we have like a running list of influencers we want to collaborate with, but it's like, I feel like that list can be way bigger. I'm not going to. Yeah. 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 So I guess it's a lot of us learning, like, for one, how to kind of, like, scale this, because this is a business for us, like, how, yep. how we're going to scale, and then also how um, we're going to keep on growing, because even coming with episodes, like, y'all, I think y'all underestimate how hard it is for us to come up with episodes. Yeah. We'd be like, dang, we didn't talk about a lot of stuff. Like, we're 50 episodes in, that's 50 topics. So also yeah. just, like, staying on our game of being creative and thinking of, like, enough episodes to pin us at like episode 200 you know oh my oh my got 200 odd topics and we really try not to duplicate we really really try and it's hard because it's like there's only so much to talk about especially because of especially because we're very um not poised we have a lot of sections and we're very type a on how we do our topics it's not like hey girl how's life been going it is with rbt but we still have a topic and at the end of the day we still want the girlies to learn 
something, not just like just to hear us rant, which I know y'all love, but our our goal with this whole podcast was to have the girlies learn from our mistakes. So that that's really the goal for all of our episodes. Yeah, definitely. And like, it definitely gets hard when like, we're trying to cover something and it's like, there's only so many angles we could talk about it. You know, like we really, we really try to make sure we don't duplicate at least throughout seasons too. Like mm-hmm. a lot of thought goes into these episodes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we definitely see type A black girls taking off. Oh, and also merch. I didn't write that down, moms. But yeah. Merch. I we really talking wanna, about that for a minute. We really want to do merch. Like yeah. different collections, y'all. Like mm-hmm. my inner Pinterest Libra girl, like aesthetic wise was like living when we talked about this because I just imagine us doing a lot of different cool collections. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that eventually, but that one will be coming within the next five years for a fact. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely probably at maximum too. Like it's just it's a lot of logistics and money to put into it, but we have a big thing coming money-wise, so we're going to hold off on merch, do that big money thing, um and then we'll we'll talk about merch a little bit later after that. Yeah. The merch will be soon, y'all. Sooner yeah. than 5 years. Absolutely. Um moms, okay, what are you thinking career-wise? Like where do you want to be? Okay, so career-wise, I'm thinking my YouTube has taken off by then. I've been doing it since 2018, so it's really have been giving a slow burn, but like, I would love to be at 100K with on YouTube or just as a collect, uh, collective followers on all of my platforms. Um, I also, by 2028, I'm, 20, I'm 28, you feel me? Um, and my plan is to have kids by like at max 28 at the earliest 27, so we'll see, but... Um, I want to try maternity leave after my first kid. Um, and if I enjoy the life of leisure enough, I can't see myself going back to corporate America, maybe just for the legal amount of time. Like, okay, you have to do maternity leave and then come back for a specific amount of time. And then maybe I'll see, but I don't, I, I think I want to just like stay with me and my child. And I've already told my mom, you have four years to live your life without kids. <laughs> but when it is time to be a grandma, I'm going to build you a house or you're, there's going to be a guest room in the house. And I, cause it takes a village. I am not going to try to be super mom. And if she is like, oh, sorry, no, my life, I'm trying to live life. I will be hiring a nanny either way. Like it's going to be taking a village. Um, I'm going to have a doula. I'm going to have everything you could possibly pay for. Listen, because I'm not doing this by myself. I have to be educated and I want somebody that's actually going to school for this and has, has, I'm not their first mama that they're, that they're helping, you know? Um, And then also career wise, it's kind of detached into the financial side of things, but I've always wanted six months of monthly expenses just out in a savings, high old savings account and just chilling. Like I I just want it there because life lives and I'm, but I don't want it to like impact my finances. Like, Oh, like, can we dip into it? No. I just wanted to be away and I'm not even worried about it. And if we need it, yeah. we need it. If not, we can use it on a vacation and try and do, and do another six months of ex- monthly expenses, you know, like something, something like that, or maybe not even use it for a vacation, even have enough money for a vacation and wouldn't even go to touch the six months, you know, yeah. Start, starting with three, but I think by 28, I should be financially stable enough to have six months at minimum of monthly expenses. Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of me on, on my end. Yeah, for me, like by 2028, um, I would have already been finished with grad school, um, starting my MBA program at Wharton. So that 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 is number one because I got to get through school. Yeah. Um, 
And then from there, like, I, I don't really know where I want to be career wise. I'm not gonna lie, like right after right after finishing school, like, I don't know if I'm going to figure out what I want to do in school. But I know for sure, I want to go down the entrepreneurship track in some way, shape or form, yeah. whether that's continuing to be a corporate girl and starting my own business on the side, or diving fully into it. Um, like after grad school. Yeah. So I see myself doing entrepreneurship in some way, shape or form, because realistically, like, I want to be my own boss. Sometimes yeah. I just like to control everything and I don't want to have to ask people or ask permission for stuff. Like I want to, I want to just go with what Danasia wants to do and make it happen. Yeah. Um, so in some way, shape or form, I want to do that. And also because like, eventually I don't want to be working forever and I want to be able to retire early. Mm-hmm. And it's like, once I do eventually settle down and have kids, I don't want to have to be doing a nine to five. I want to have a job that I manage that I can do yeah. from home or anywhere. And I don't have to worry about going in three days, four days a week, like my job runs itself. Mm -hmm. And also having multiple streams of income that way I'm not just relying on just whatever business I create, you know? Yeah. So like on that level also, I really just want to be a six figure rich auntie. I'm not even gonna lie. And I'm not even gonna let myself a six figure. Shoot, I'll open it up to any figure. Sit well six six at minimum. Yeah. I was gonna say it's not not any figure. Sits and above. Six, six, seven, eight, whatever God has in store for me, I'm willing to take it. Um, I want to have multiple streams of income and hopefully those are all passive where like I can have property specifically um, because that's the most lucrative realistically. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also want to make like trading and like playing with stocks a a stream of income and hopefully to the point where I can hire somebody to do it for me. But originally, like initially starting off, it's going to probably be me doing it on my own and learning about Mm -hmm. that. But the amount of people I know that are making so much money off of stocks, it's just like, I feel like it's really one of those fields where like, if you learn it, it's going to be hard to actually figure it out and like kind of get a cadence going. But once you do, it pays off. And I think areas like that, very elite and wealthy people know how to manage it, which is why they get so much off of it. But since since it looks so scary and like unknown and it's not taught day to day, unless you like specialize in that or you major in it, you don't yeah. know. And right. I think like that's kind of a way of like the rich kind of gatekeeping, like, oh, it looks scary and it looks like it's very complicated when reality it might not be. I don't know. I haven't dived into it enough, but yeah, I do want to learn about that because I feel like that's a way that I can like set me and my future family up for success and i believe in black nepotism okay i'm gonna put my kids on absolutely um so yeah that's what i'm looking at and also um i want to do an international assignment at one point i think i've mentioned this before like i feel like i want to live and maybe this is me just trying to live out my study abroad genes because they were canceled for covid Mm -hmm. i want to live abroad specifically in london or any place in europe yeah for at least six months Mm -hmm. um I would probably cap it at three years because I think that's a long time to be abroad and like away yeah. from the U.S. But I do want to do an international assignment. And what that means in school as like a study abroad or like through work, like L'Oreal, I could, you know, request that and like yeah. go through with that as well. Um, but yeah, I want to I want to experience that and say once in my life that I got to live abroad in a different country. Mm-hmm. Um and then also be paid to look pretty and go to events in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if this means going on brand trips or what I got to do, but I want to be paid to like, you know, just live life in some way, shape, or form. And yeah. I feel like the best way to do that, honestly, even through the podcast, we could probably figure out a way to do that, honestly. Um, of going to different events and just like kind of experiencing life in the fashion, media, music space because I'm already pretty engaged in that with like just small stuff I do here in New York and I realize that I really like stuff like that yeah. so finding some way to pursue that 
Um, and then finally, guys, this is a big section for me because I was like, just going. Yeah. Um, I wanted to achieve some sort of leadership position in Delta um, regionally um, and eventually nationally. Like, if you guys don't know, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And I really want to take my engagement in Delta and my involvement to the next level and do something leadership wise. And now that I'm on the East Coast, it definitely does look different from when I was on the far West. So um, I want to like explore that as offer too. But okay, mom, so that's, that's a wrap up on at least my section for career. Let's go ahead and dive into family. So where do you see yourself family wise, like 2028, like your own personal family starting one plus like, you know, immediate family? Yeah. So at that time, like I said, I do plan on having a kid by 27, 28, but like God really does laugh at your plan. So I don't want to say that too concretely. Okay. Um, but I do plan to have my first child at that time. If everything goes well, um, I plan to do a back to back vibe. I think they call them them like Antarctic twins or something, some type of twins. Just Thank you. Alaskan twins, maybe Alaskan triplets, just to back, back to back, just so I could be done. Like I can have all my kids and then I can get my mommy, my mommy makeover because I do plan on getting mommy makeover. If, if I can handle the pain of pregnancy, I can handle a, a pain of a nip tuck and a, and a boob drop. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on a bigger, grander family scale, um, I want to be able to pay my mom's rent at the minimum. I've always wanted to be able to do that because she gave so much of herself to us. And just even imagining having to work and come home to the food, to the chicken not being pulled out. Oh, time and time again i just have to repeat yourself time and time again your kid's not listening to you yeah i gotta repay her so it's not that i have to but i want to um so being able to pay my mom's rent at the minimum and then if you know when i have the extra money um and i also want that that money to not even put a dent to my income i want to pay my Mm -hmm. mom's rent and be like good like that's just one bill you know, it's, it's nothing to me. Um, right. And then also I want to pay my sister's rent or at least be able to slide them some money every month. Like a cool low 200 each, like just call that a day. Not that I'm saying I'm picking favorite siblings, but I do unfortunately, not unfortunately, I have seven siblings. So it's not like I'm passing $200 to everybody. If I got it like that, cool. But at the minimum, my sister's at least paying a bit like an electric bill, groceries, some, something like that. Because they have been my ride or dies. And you don't realize how important having sisters is until you get grown up and you're like, dang, like, you know, my whole life and I'm telling you everything you gonna keep your mouth shut because at the end of the day, like we don't, there's not a lot of overlap with our friends, you know, with yeah. friends, like a little arm, but with, with sisters, it's like, we got that bond that like is thicker than like blood is thicker than everything. I, I know sometimes with cousins and aunts and uncles, they can be a little, uh, you know, but with my sisters, those are my ride or dies, you know, and those are my best friends at, 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 at right now. And I never thought we'd get to this point. But I'm yeah. glad we have because um, everybody's paid. And then, um, sorry, everybody's grown. And then finally, um, a sister and mom trip paid by me um, because I just want us all to like just be together. And me having having it sponsored by me will really put like give me a lot of like I love surprises. I love I love giving and I love giving when when it makes sense in Google Sheets. So once it makes sense in Google Sheets, uh, I'll be lit and I can surprise them with a trip and excursions, food, everything on my credit card. That's what I'm thinking and pay that credit card mm-hmm. as soon as I land back in America. So, well, th- there, well we go. Yeah. there goes my light. There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, what about you, mom, family-wise? Um, yeah, y'all, my light just went out. So it's going to be a little dark for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, but family wise for me, um, I want to plan a big trip with both sides of my family, my dad's side and my mom's side. Mm. 
only because the last time that I, first of all, I'm blessed to have both sides of my grandparents. Yeah. Um, and I really, the last time I've seen them both at the same time was when I graduated and it's just so hard to get everybody together. Yeah. And I feel like, like even with like my grandparents' health and stuff, like I really just want us to have one big family trip with everybody together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to plan that in the next five years. And my goal last year was actually the next year to like, um, or I guess when, once I graduated college, I kind of like laid out some of my other family goals and I wanted to buy my immediate family like a trip on me. And I did that for Christmas for them last year. Love. So, like I want to, I want to do some type of family reunion planning. Yeah. And I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, like I haven't received a family reunion invite in a long time. And then I realized mm-hmm. like, it's us. Like we the- literally us we're the adults who are supposed to be planning that now. So like, I want to reach out to all my cousins and like plan a a big family reunion. I don't know on which side I'm going to start with, but I know my dad's side has definitely had more family reunions than my mom's side. So I just got to start somewhere, honestly. But I really want to get everybody together. And I feel like it'll be a task for sure. um, Planning that because boy, all them people, Mm -hmm. a lot of family members and we are all characters that come from a, a line of very dramatic people so yeah. it'll definitely be a be a time but i think mm-hmm. it'll be worth it to get everybody together and see all the cousins and stuff so yeah that's absolutely one thing and then also this is a, a like a random one that came to me one day but like i think i've talked about learning how to cook on this podcast and like how i've just been taking my mom's recipes and kind of making my own or just copying them exactly but that lady don't write nothing down they don't. she don't measure she yeah. don't measure she don't write nothing down so it's been very frustrating but um, I really want to start building a family cookbook of like favorite recipes, like hands down recipes that we can just carry throughout the family and make it like possibly virtual or just something that like we can share to everybody and everybody can add to. Yeah. Um, only because I feel like like my mom has spoken on this too. Like my great grandma apparently made the best peach cobbler that like the town of Barstow has ever tasted to this day. Like people oh, still wow. talk about it and she's passed away like a long time ago and don't nobody know the recipe. Okay. And my grandma was like, damn, like I really wish I would have like spent more time with her to learn that recipe. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I agree. Like we're, we're literally losing recipes as a generation. Actual. Yeah. Like, actual recipes. So I really want to do that as well. And as far as my own personal family, maybe we gonna wait and see. Cause I really don't know. I think I've said this before. Like, I don't want to like, realistically start having kids until I'm like late 20s 29 30-ish yeah is that kind of pushing the biological clog yes does infertility scare me also yes absolutely but I do want to make sure I'm like financially stable and like I got the right man like there's a lot of different factors that I just want to make sure are checked before I do that facts um and I want to spend some time traveling with my man too before we have kids huge facts you know, I think, of course, the marriage will come quicker, but, um, yeah, we're going to wait and see, girl. I don't know. 2028, I, I might be single and live my rich auntie life. I yeah. can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's that's me for family moms. So, like, friends-wise now, what are you thinking? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to make more friends, but, like, I plan to have all my friends that I currently have right now still intact. Like, I don't know if I got another friend break up in me. Um, but I also want, I love, one of my favorite love languages is when all my friends, when, when different parts of my life get together. And the thing is, they've heard about the other people at least three times minimum. Like, oh, like I was, I was talking to Lavi and I was like, oh, Danasia, because we were talking about the Bachelorette list. And she was like, okay, Danasia is podcast in Harvard. I said, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. I said, yeah. 
You did, yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that that's the nature. So everybody knows at least everybody a little bit. So um, yeah, and all having all of them meet at, at least once at the engagement party as well as the bachelorette and the wedding, um, and then also having a cabin trip with all my girlfriends, um, or at least having it in the works for it to be in like twenty thirty or twenty twenty nine. Like, which is crazy to think about that far, but it's like at that point people may have kids. People maybe on their second or third kid. Like, right. we have this running bet, like, who's having kids first in the Chit Girls? And I think it's Kelly. I mean, we, we, me and Kelly have already kind of solidified, like, it's probably going to be Kelly. So, I mean, she is getting married first. And she is married already. So it's like, you already, you already got that jump. You already got that hump over, you know? Exactly. So, um, yeah, we got to kind of plan that. But I definitely just want, like, I want a cabin trip. I want the bikini pictures in the, in the hot tub. Like, I, I want the ski outfits. Like, I, I, I need that. I need that on a digital camera. I need that vlog. Listen, so, yeah. Who are you telling? I'm still upset that Aspen basically told us they're not going to have no snow. And yeah, that was rough. Crazy. Um, what about you, mom? I, Loki, honestly, exactly the same. Like, I really want one big birthday trip with all my friends. Soon on my birthday, because I just feel like it'll just make me feel like, oh, you know, like, I feel like everyone always almost cries on their birthday. Maybe that's just me. But yeah. I, like, crying on your birthday happens so often it's like I just want one birthday where like I don't feel the need to cry like everything works out all my friends are together and I just feel like you know it's just like a happy moment um and along with that I really want to take a trip with Peyton to Europe we have been talking about this since we were literally sophomores in high school about doing a trip like this and we have not done it yet and I'm like no we're gonna make it happen like luckily we have already had trips before but just us that like we've knocked out the gate yeah um, even her coming to New York you know like that's been on the bucket list for a while too but want to do that eventually um I also want to take a big trip with like my line sisters and like just my chapter in general like a huge trip I don't know when that's gonna happen because our timelines are all over the place and we're all in like different places in our life like some of my profiles are married and kids and some you know like we still are kids so we really we're we're gonna see Mm -hmm. um and then also like friendship wise like I really do want to make new friends when I go to grad school and just kind of explore that new era of my life and I feel like I'll probably meet new people and just like learn learn more about the world and through the people that I'm around because I feel like right now like all my friends are just like me and I tend to I tend to gravitate to people like me but I do want to make more diverse groups of friends like yeah you know and I feel like that's kind of the time that I can do it even now in New York I'm meeting people that I would have never met before and it is cool to like see other lifestyles and stuff so yeah I'm curious to see like who I'm gonna meet and realistically like if I meet people and I get close to them it'll be crazy to see what the bachelorette group looks like when I get married because it's gonna be like, well, that friend's from Decca from when she was sixteen. That yeah. friend's from from grad school. That friend's from Delta. Like, yeah, you know, it'll be just a hodgepodge, which I'm excited about. Yeah, um, yeah, crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, okay, love. I'm I'm loving where we're at, but let's get into relationship wise. Where do you want? Where do you see yourself at twenty seven? Yeah, you'll be twenty seven in twenty twenty eight. Girl, I I couldn't tell you. Like, I genuinely don't know. Realistically, I want to hope that I would at that point have been in, like, at least a year-long relationship or something. Like, I can try to put a time frame on it. Like, I would want to – I do know I want to be engaged after being dating for, like, two to three years. I Honestly, I'm not – controversial opinion. I don't think you know somebody truly until you've known them for at least a couple years. 
Yeah, I will say the old heads, um, just because they don't got that much time, they be going, they be speed racing to the engagement. Like I know, I knew in the first month, and a lot of men do, but the old heads be putting that ring on five weeks to five months max, quickly, yeah. quickly. And I mean, I I understand, like if you know, you know, but I think also like you gotta really live with somebody. That too. And I think back then, though, there was also a lot of pressure to like find your person because for one, people were getting married quicker and having kids earlier. Like, yeah, having kids at 21, 22 was very like, you know, that's that's the time to have them. Now I feel like everyone's a little more comfortable where like you can you don't have to wait that or you, you can wait longer to get what you want. You don't have to like rush into it. Yeah. So like I'm not in a rush. And realistically, I don't. I don't want to rush into something because I feel like I'm like, I have a time clock on me or like a time limit on me. I'd rather wait longer and know that person's actually for me for rather sure. than jumping into a marriage that I'm rushing into and then I end up getting divorced a year later or like two years later, or we I don't make it past that seven year hump, you know? Yeah. I will say with old heads, I, I was, I see what you're saying with back then, but I'm talking about like the 35 and up club. Oh yeah. They'd be ready. They'd be like, come on. We get it like, or somebody was like, I like dating in my thirties because at least I can have somebody that's already been trained because they've been divorced once. <gasps> oh, that's insane. 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 As that's insane. No, this place. I'm not going to lie. The last couple guys that I have talked to seriously were all like 24, 25, 26. And I guess they really just had their hoe days early on because they've been like, on it like ready to like oh i found my wife yeah i'm like bro i'm 22 going on 23 i I wasn't looking for that like i i i, I date to marry but i don't date to marry you today that part you know yeah. like i do to grow and then eventually talk about that but mm-hmm. yeah like bringing up marriage on the first date and marrying me is insane just keep that in your mind put in your different journal. level of love, of love bombing for real let's start um, but if i am in a relationship by 2028 hopefully it's a healthy one that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. I, I mean, you won't. You wouldn't set up for anything less. Exactly. If I'm exactly one, being up there, close, so close to thirty, you're not put. You put up with less and less as the years go on. Realistically, yeah, yeah. What about you, moms? Um, plan to be married. You know, I mean, really, it's just it's a ticking time bomb until when I'm getting engaged. At this point, you know, we're all waiting. Um, but married and our first kid is kind of what I'm what I'm assuming. Um, at that point, hopefully. Something's gonna have to happen with this housing market because these freaking um, interest Girl. rates aren't really working for us. Um, but at least married on our first kid, hopefully on our on our first house. Um, and yeah, I mean, hopefully having my mom live live with us or at least close apartment close so she can help us raise this kid. Um, and I feel like I'm undermining like my maternal instinct, but at the end of the day, it does take a village. And like I'm trying to be like our ancestors. Let I, I'm not trying to be super mom. I want to have some help. So that's, that's my plan. Be married on our first kid with my mom's help and just have a really loving family. Like a lot of people have said this and I've thought this and said this to Lola as well. He's going to be a really great father. Like he's a really great man, but he's going to be a really great father. And like, there's a few things that I've thought of that, like, I feel like in these situations, they kind of show you your true colors on whether or not you should have children with them. How Mm. do they treat you on your period? How do they treat you on your birthday and leading up to your birthday? Um, and how do they act in the airport? I think those are three very good things. Um, and ha- and how do they act towards you when they're mad? 
Because you can be mm. mad at somebody, but if you love them, there's a, there's there's a certain threshold of things you do and do do and do not do. So I think yeah. those those are some four really good um, experiences to to experience with a man or your partner. And if they don't, they don't really. You got to ask them uh, one too many times. Uh, you might either either ask them to change their behavior, and if you don't seem to change behavior, you might want to switch it up. It's That's looking like, a little slow. And yeah. honestly, like, I had seen, I don't know if, it's, if this was on Twitter or a TikTok, but it was saying like you being on your period or you being pregnant is a form of like you feeling like like temporary being disabled. Like, especially when you're pregnant, when you're postpartum, like, especially if you went through like a C-section, like you are, you are temporarily disabled in that moment physically. Yeah. And it's like, if that man doesn't even treat you right when you are able and able to walk and do everything and take care of yourself, imagine how he'll treat you when you literally need someone to help baby you. Including having a crying baby, like, mm. yeah, that that says a lot. And realistically, a lot of girls, I've been seeing a lot of girls being like, "I like my man mean." Da 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 da. I'm not gonna lie, like, I need somebody that actually has a good heart and is not just nice to me. Because eventually, if he's mean and an asshole to every single person around you and like does not like people, you're not gonna. One day, you're not gonna be exempt from that. You might be on that list. You not might not be not right now. Mm-mm. And I, I'm not saying your man got to be friendly, but like, yeah. does he have a good heart? Huge, huge facts. How does he tra- treat customer service workers? Do, is he the type to leave trash at the table because somebody else is supposed to get it? Like, or he he tidies it up with you? Because for me, I always tidy it up. Like, I, I want to make your life easier because it's already hard. Like you're like you're doing service work, right? Like, people are irritating. I get it. You know, I, I probably asked for too many ranches. Let me let me go ahead and let me go ahead and do that. Like, literally, I, I feel like really taking note of these things before you do let that man impregnate you because it does take two to tango. But he really got to do a lot of the tangoing, you know. Um, and I I've seen I see a lot of these girlies getting pregnant, and I'm just like, I can't even imagine what you're going through because that man didn't even treat you right before, and. It, I think you you're, you're either have that fatherly instinct or you don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's like a maternal mm-hmm. instinct where it can grow. We'd be like, okay, because they're not holding anything for nine plus months. It, you mm-hmm. you you're either meant to be a father, or you're not. That's that's kind of what I've seen in men as I've gotten older. Some men shouldn't be fathers, but they unfortunately are, and they they just never fully step up to the plate. And it's just like, do you really want your kid to go through that? Like, if you did experience that as 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 a small child, like dang, my daddy ain't really pulling through for me for real. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. some and Dammy said something. He was like, Your partner should be your dad, but better. Especially especially if you had a really good dad. Because you get all these qualities that you that you want to see in a in a man, but also at the end of the day, your man potentially is going to be your husband and then a father to your children. So right. How do you want your your children to have a father? A good one or a, eh, he's all right, but I do most of the work. Exactly. Like, are you single in a married relationship or a single mother in a married relationship? Yeah. There's a lot of those. Yeah. So I say that to say, that's why my timeline for 2028 depends on where I'm at and who's in my life at that time. Because realistically, I'm not going to get married just because I feel like I'm 28 and that's the time. Yeah. Um, especially if I feel like a man is not checking all these boxes I just listed. Mm-hmm. At minimal. 
period minimum um okay mom so let's go into mental and physical health wise like what do you see yourself doing yeah so i was on a really good streak on reading the new testament and i just dropped so i need to get back onto that but i want to at least read the whole bible at least once as a pastor's kid that is just something that like i don't know i just feel like you should have been done but it just my mom never really punched that door through our throats and now it feels like it's on my own volition and i'm just like this is something i want to do just as an adult as a christian adult um, I also want to continue journaling. I think, no, I, not I think, that has been one of the greatest things I've started um, mm-hmm. this past, and in my 23rd year, my Jordan year, I have really loved journaling. And, you know, because I have such a bad attitude, like I, I have an attitude problem, I'll admit, oh my friend. <laughs> but when I have an attitude or when little things really piss me off and could potentially ruin my day, like if, if for example, if it happened to me back so even two years ago, it would ruin my entire day. I couldn't have fun- functioned at all. I journal and I try to understand why do I feel the way I feel? And usually all my feelings can pour out and I can have a way more productive day because I've journaled and I don't have to piss other people off because I'm pissy. That like that, mm. that really irks me when I do that. But sometimes my attitude, I be seeing red. It's very irritating, but it's what it is. Also, I want to run at least one 5K at a minimum. That wasn't my bingo board this year. Don't see it happening with all the travel <laughs> I'm doing at the moment. I just can't see it happening. So we'll try again in the next five years. Um, we also have already decided that we're going to be doing couples therapy before the wedding. We're fine, but I feel like therapy can only better relationship. Mm. You know, so we're going to do that at least a year before our wedding. If if we if we want, we might do it like once a quarter for the two years leading up to our wedding. But we'll see. And then finally, I want to learn an unpaid hobby because I realize a lot of my hobbies I try to monetize. But it's like, can we let's just sit. And not try to, like, people please other people because they want it. Like, let's just sit and do it because we want it. And it's just stuff. For, or maybe it can just be for gifts, for friends or whatever. But maybe, like, a just for fun vibes with bracelet making or pottery. Like, I've always wanted to get into pottery. But I just, I've just never freaking done it. So, and I used to love bracelet making with my stepmom. We used to go to Michael's or Joann's and just get little beads and string. And I used to love bracelet and anklet making. So, yeah. Uh, maybe getting into that, maybe even lip gloss, but also I know I'd monetize that. So I think we'll just stick to bracelet <laughs> making and pottery. What about you moms? <laughs> no, I, I agree with the lip gloss. Like yeah. if I make it a custom color, it's going to have to be fancy. It's going to have to eat down and I'm going to exactly. sell it. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I really want to get skilled in a, in a one form of self-defense. I feel like I've talked about this before. I just want to be able to like, and I don't know why I have this, this scenario in my head, but I just imagine like a Karen coming up to me in like the parking lot of like a Kroger's and trying me and me being like, I know Taekwondo baby. And she's trying to fight me. And I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know why I have that scenario in my head. Like it's really stupid, but I really wanted to always learn some sort of self-defense, whether that's like boxing or Taekwondo or karate like I really just want to get skilled in one of those areas just because yeah. I feel like I just I don't know it would just make me feel more badass yeah so I really want to do that um but as outside of that like physically I really want to get to a point where I'm consistent at the gym and eating healthy decently um you know I I don't think that like if I didn't eat healthy like I would just like I don't even know how to describe it like I think my body would 
I have a fast metabolism. I feel like that'll stay up for or keep going for at least the next like five years. Yeah. But by 28, I really don't know what my metabolism is going to look like. So I can't mm-hmm. just eat everything that I eat now. Yeah. But I really want to be in a point where like I've already started those healthy habits now early. That way I don't have to like suddenly change my whole lifestyle when I turn older and like my metabolism slows down. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably go through a second puberty anyway. Realistically. Um, so also on top of that, like mentally and spiritually, like I really want to find the right church for me. And I think I've talked about this before, but I feel like as a kid going to church, it's way different than when you're an adult and finding like a place where you feel like it's home. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like, especially like as young adults, like churches can get a bad rep because of how sometimes the older people in the church act. Mm-hmm. And it's very judgmental sometimes. And sometimes yeah. it's bigger than just like, like us being here and praying and like learning about our faith here. It's more of like a competition oh, and weird and judgment yeah. and like, more of like gossipy in the church environment than what I would like it to be. Mm-hmm. So I really want to, I want to go to church consistently. I just want to find a church where I feel like I'm comfortable and I don't have to like, you know, deal with like messy, messy church aunties. Like yeah. I just want to be able to feel like comfortable in a church. So that's one of my goals. And hopefully I can find one here in New York, but I don't know realistically how much longer I'll be living here. So maybe in the next place I live, but yeah. Um, and then finally read consistently, like, this book club has really shown me like this really to be taking a lot of work, bro. Like I'd be bringing my book on the train. I'd be one of the people reading on the trains and not even because it's aesthetic and cute. Cause I need to get these pages in by yeah. the next book club meeting, read your books. So <laughs> I really, I really want to read more um, and get out of my funk where I don't want to read anything. That's not fiction. Yeah. I haven't really trying that, but something in me just needs a plot. Like these nonfiction books are so boring. Like, it feels like a lecture on a page and I just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really trying to get past it, mm-hmm. but that's my goal. Like hopefully half and half, half fiction, half nonfiction. Yeah. Um, but moms, okay. So I know we're running a little low on time, so let's go ahead and like speed through our investment slash savings goals and then travel. Okay. I'll, I'll do, I'll do all in once and then hit it with you. So, um, investment savings wise, I'm going to buy a house with Lola and pay off all my student loans. Um, you know, that number's up there, but it's not as big as the TikTok girlies that I've been seeing. So shout out to me for getting some scholarships. And then also um, travel wise, I want to go to all at least all the continents except for Antarctica before <laughs> I get pregnant. That's that is the deal. And then I also want to learn Yoruba because Lola has said if I don't learn it, he is going to be gossiping with our children about me. And I do not like being left out. So that is a good little um, backhanded like you better learn it. So, um, yeah. What about you, moms? Um, yeah, for me, I want to buy a car the next five years, hopefully like my dream car. Now I don't really go by like, um, uh, what is it? Makes models. I go by what look cute and what I'm going to look cute in. I want a red convertible with a top off baby. So whatever I can get that, that's what I'm gonna try to do. Um, and also I, I, this is a recent goal. Um, I really wanted to start investing in like hand-me-down pieces that I can give my future daughters mm-hmm. of like, cause I mean like realistically fast fashion, I know these sheen purses ain't going to last longer than maybe a year, two years max. So I really yeah. want to invest in like good quality pieces that I can like have in my closet. And like one day my daughters can be like, Oh my God, this is my mom's back from 2020. or like, yeah. which is crazy to say, but yeah. Um, that's also something I want to invest in. And finally for travel, I literally just have a running list of places that I need to go to before I turn 28. South Africa, Singapore, Crazy Rich Asians is the reason for that one. Tokyo, I want to go to Lake Como slash South Italy. 
um, Bora Bora and London. And I really want to go to London maybe as a solo trip, but especially for those boiler rooms. Like I've been seeing those TikToks. They look yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to learn Spanish and be fluent also. That's what a goal of mine. And right now I'm taking French classes and I don't know if this is going to stick, but I heard it's very similar to Spanish. So I think I can catch on. Love. Literally love. Yeah. Um, and finally to wrap up everything, how are we planning to still live in the moment, even though we are planning for all the way to 2028? I mean, for me, it's just like, you can make all the plans you want. Realistically, what's meant to be will happen. Yeah. That's what mine is. Like, I can plan for everything, and I always have. But I think the best things come when they're most unexpected and when you don't see them coming. And realistically, like, I think God has a plan for me. So I'm going to stick with whatever he has in store. But I don't know. I just... I feel like I can only control so much. And I think the older I get, the more I'm okay with that uncertainty of knowing like, it's going to work out. Yeah. Like you've gotten this far and things have been fine. You don't need to control everything. And I think taking that step back is really helpful. Like we did just go through a full 45 minutes of us explaining in detail what we want in the next five years. Yeah. But if, if, then if, if some things on this list don't happen, I'm not going to die. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to live. And there's probably something better. Like there's probably a reason why it's not meant for me. So I guess I'm just, I'm learning to accept that, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's way easier out once you get out of college. Way easier. Because in college, you're like, okay, got it. college, then job. And you don't really think past that. It's just college, yeah. job. And now we have the job. It's like, what do we want our lives to be? Because at 18, I tried, I tried to plan for my 25-year-old self. And I'm, here's the thing. When I, when I thought of 25 when I was 18, I thought, on my first kid, minimum, and married. No, literally, same. What the fuck? So, you know, I am where I thought I'd be and more, and I am totally fine with not being married and not having kids right now because I'm 23, and I can't even imagine having kids in two years. Like, if it happens, you know, God's plan, but I need to travel, okay? So that also, it does take two to tango. You know, that also includes being safe, birth controls. Shout out to you for real, but... Um, here's the thing, the checkpoints that I had set for myself, I met them. Now, was it on the track that I thought it would be? No, but at the end of the day, the checkpoints still got checked. Um, so my life is what I envisioned my life to be and more. So at the end of the day, life is going to life and I'm going to take it one day at a time. Like that's kind of, and this is way easier said than done, especially for type A girlies. But I will say after you hit that one year of work, or just life after after um, you graduate college, honestly, something, I, I think, I, I feel whatever is up here starting to form. It, we got a few more years, but it's starting to form. Girl, the frontal lobe is lobing. Like, yeah. I, I can tell. Like, there's certain things that used to stress. If Certain things that happen even day to day, if you would have took 19-year-old Asia and put her in them situations, I would have literally lost my mind. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that's kind of how I'm still planning to live in the moment. And, I will say having disposable income does definitely help living in the moment. I will like, it's not easy, especially when you don't have disposable income. That's why it was harder in college because I didn't have it. But now that I do have it, it is so it's definitely easier said than done. And it is easier with disposable income. So that that's just a few caveats because you'd be like, okay, well, that's easy for you to say, but I'm I'm just letting you know what the reality of it is. We don't want to sugarcoat anything. Um, But miscellaneous, a few Delulu. Hope, hope for the best fingers crossed vibes moms what are what are some things you want to do by 2028 um i want to meet drake <laughs> this is just 
I just I just feel like he's a funny guy. Like I just think we'd get along great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, very, there's a list of celebrities want to meet. Brent Fies is on that list as well, as y'all already know. But yeah, that's I don't know. I just feel like I'd get along well with him. Um, I also want to go. To, I also want to go to the Met Gala in some way, shape, or form. Like it just looks so fun every year. Every year I see that meme of Jason Derulo falling down the stairs, and I giggle. And you know, I just, I just think it's like a fun event. And hopefully, the if I do go when I go, because I'm speaking into existence, yeah. hopefully they have a good theme. Because the past few themes have been a little, uh-uh. like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my miscellaneous. What about you, moms? For me, I want to be a full time influencer. Like, I just want to just edit. I love editing and review free stuff for a living. Like, if I could be yeah. a restaurant reviewer and you know go like there, I don't know if it's on your guys' for you pages, but on my for you pages, there's so many like black centered cookout type of weekend events where it's just black people making really black chefs making really good food and explaining what their um experience growing up and like how they've taken their ancestors cooking styles like I want to do that like there's a lot of different aspects of the human life that I would love to just like document I love documenting stuff like oh mm-hmm. I love documenting still haven't developed my all all of my camera uh my film so I need to do from Miami even so crazy yeah, crazy but yeah I just love documenting stuff so if I could do when I do that yeah. I that is the entrepreneurship side I would like to take on there is another thing that I want to do I think in the health field but I would just need somebody health health center to do that because I cannot go to back to school I just simply can't so I, I will pay I I will have enough money to start my own business, but I want to start getting some brand deals. Like I want to start working on that in 2024 minimum. Like yeah. that, that's my goal. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our 2028 goals. 2028 really isn't that far away because we were just 18 and 17. Oh, I, when I think about that, it's actually kind of scary. Cause I'm like, damn, yeah, we're getting up there. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you know, Affirmation of the week, and Danae just said this in one of one of her things, and I just pulled it from it. But is what's what's meant to be will happen. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely is easier said than done. Yeah, and I think I, I think this is also easier to come to terms with once like you see things start to fall in line. Like yeah. I think when we were like in college and high school, we hadn't seen our lives start at all just yet. Yeah. But now that we've like, I mean, realistically, we're only a year out. But it's like things are falling in line the way they're supposed to. So it gives you more like hope and faith that like, yeah, we got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and skip. Why would you say that in our pop culture segment? Just because we have some a few calls from the request line that we like need to get to. And we don't want to hold you guys for too long. Um, I know you guys like the longer, longer episodes, but we try to keep it at max hour and 30. And we realistically don't know how long these are going to take. So moms, I'll go ahead and read the first one. Denaja has came up with the answers for both of these because Denaja is much better with words. I can come off a little harsher than needed and Denaja will make it nicer. So I'm going to read both of these and Denaja will give answers to both. So before, without further ado, let me go ahead. Okay. I'm 21, about to turn 22 in October and I was staying with my boyfriend this summer for this summer for an internship, I've been and I've been really wanting to experiment with my hair, like different styles. Like I've only done braids since I was probably like ten years old, so I want to give my hair a break from braids. So I decided to go natural and get some natural hair clips and hair hair clippings from Amazon, and I didn't tell my parents. But when they did see me at the end of the summer with it, they didn't say anything about it or acknowledge that I did anything different with my hair. And then my family has been texting me individually, like, tell me what they think, like I should get my hair braided and 
I'm just getting a little bit annoyed that they keep asking me this as if they don't like my natural hair and they love to talk about they love to talk about it with each other. Have you guys gotten backlash with wearing natural hair or like dealt with wanting something different with your hair than your mom? Because I like it and I think I look good and I feel good, but it's really hurting my confidence that my family keeps wanting me to go back to braids and keep saying it. My sister and boyfriend and like other close friends have been very supportive of my hair and really helped me to figure out hairstyles and how to best style it. But my parents and older family members seem to be against me wearing my natural hair. Okay, moms. So I, first of all, shout out to you for going natural because realistically it is, it is easier said than done. And it is a very big leap. And I think it's like, it's like a rite of passage for a black girl. I feel like to go, go have that natural element and deal with it being like, not the curl pattern you want. And it might be shorter than you like it, but we gonna love ourselves and deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So shout out to you. But honestly, I feel like, and I've dealt with this because I have had older family members kind of be like, what you gonna do with that head? Yeah. When you're gonna get your hair done. Yeah. And a lot of it is rooted in like either texturism or like, you know, back back then, especially with older family members, natural hair was not as rewarded as it is now. Mm-hmm. And it's like in order to look presentable, you had to have your hair silk pressed or straight, or you're straightening it for special occasions. You're not wearing your natural hair out. Yeah. When it's Easter or it's a graduation or something special, you know? I mean that kind of primes us to think that straight hair is the best and mm-hmm. what's better. Um, and even braids, honestly, because it's like you're still not wearing your natural hair out. Facts. So I would say keep on wearing it. Like, honestly, even if they say something about it, eventually they're going to get over it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is who I am. This is what I like. If you look good, your man think you look good, period. Yeah. Why not? Go for it. And then realistically, if they say anything, it's really going to be a conversation of why do you feel like my natural hair is an issue to you? Yeah. Why does it concern you? Why does it concern you? And that that's a deeper issue than just, oh, um, you know, you don't like my curls or whatever it is. Like, yeah. you know, so honestly, I feel like you should continue wearing it out. And I think, you know, if you feel like you want to take a break, maybe and go back to braids, you can alternate and do a couple months on, a couple months off, give your, give your hair a break. But I definitely think it is crucial that like you have time to learn your natural hair and learn to love it. Mm-hmm. And you already are loving it, which is progress. So I wouldn't stop now, personally. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you've decided to do this, so don't people please. I know it's harder, easier said than done because, yeah. yeah, we are – I'm a recovering addict, I will say. But um, recovering people-pleasing addict, sorry. But, um, yeah, uh, girl, keep on doing it. And, honestly, when you're having those conversations, when you end up doing that with the older family members, obviously come up, come at an angle of respect, but also right. I'm and I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you want to pay to get this hair done, sure. But if not, I need you to keep your mouth shut. And also, it's just like, you know, I'm not saying you go to your family members and say, oh, like, you you have texturism problems. Like, literally just like, you know, if it, is, if it does become a topic of conversation, and then they, if you love your hair and they love you, you know. Shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to kind of mention that also, because I feel like there are reasons why I think older Black women and men kind of have a negative relationship with natural hair and i think it's not their fault it's just how they were raised but at the same time that's not for you to take the 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 blunt end of so yeah and maybe they never had the chance to embrace your their hair like you you are at the moment right chance to try out different hairstyles because it was looked down upon okay you have that forcey hair put that stuff in braids we don't want to see that out get that relaxer you know like 
realistically, they might not have had that opportunity. So it might also be coming of a chance of realizing like, dang, I wish I had the chance to love my natural hair like you are. And yeah. for it to be like, you know, celebrated in society now. Because that's mm-hmm. what we do. Absolutely. So, and maybe, and maybe y'all can have wash days together. After maybe, if if and when, hopefully, fingers crossed. We get to that point. We get to that point. We can do wash days together and understand our hair together. Because there's a high chance you guys have similar hair textures. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But okay. Second one, please let us know. Please give us an update. We're not, I mean, it's not pertinent. But like, if, please give us an update if, if you want. We um, like to know. We like to know. At the end of the day, girls are nosy, so we want to know. Um, finally, um, and this is a little bit of a trigger warning, but we're just this. We have realized the last episode and for um, calls for the request line has kind of like opened up Pandora's box, and you guys are much more comfortable than you guys were when we first started doing these calls for the request line. So we're very grateful that you guys have started to open up, open up to us. Um, and we are, again, we are not licensed in anything, but we are going to try to give you the best advice physically and humanly possible. Um, yeah. so yeah, going to go ahead, but just letting y'all know call from request line is a open, an anonymous, um, link in our link tree on, on Instagram and also in the guests in the show notes that you can vent to us, cry to us, question us, all of it. And we will answer at, with the best of our ability. Yeah. But um, let me go ahead and get get into it. So, hey, y'all, this is a trigger warning. Last week, my stepdad messaged my younger sister, 19 years old, and it was very inappropriate involving him wanting to sleep with her. Prior prior to that, he used to message me the same same thing since I was 15. I am 22 now. But I've never told anyone out of fear of him hurting or killing my mom, siblings, and I. My sister and I told our aunt about the situation before my mom, and eventually we told my mom. She was highly upset, and my family and I ha- have helped her moved her things to my aunt's house. My mom doesn't have a job and hasn't since he convinced her not to have one for the past 14 years. She doesn't have any money, which I've been helping her financially despite me, despite me about to graduate college in three months. We all blocked my stepdad and said that we will never speak to him unless in court. I was happy that she decided to leave him because he is also physically abusive towards her. Yesterday, my mom told me that she's lonely and doesn't want to stay with my aunt anymore. She said that she talked to my stepdad and that she's been thinking about going back with him after some time apart. The timeline could be weeks, months, or even years from now. I told her that I would be very disappointed if she goes back to him, but at the same time, it's her decision. I told her that I told her that that means I won't be around holiday around holiday times, and if and when I have children, they aren't going to be around them. I don't want to cut my mom off, but it seems like I have to to keep my distance from her. Her and my stepdad caused a lot of trauma in my siblings and my lives. This information has also put a strain on my boyfriend's and my relationship because he doesn't like my parents, which is understandable. I'm really hurt by all of this, and I pray that my mom does not go back to him. I have a feeling that she will eventually. Sorry it's a lot, but I don't know what to do. I've been so stressed lately about this, my job, college, my relationship, etc. Take it away, moms. First of all, I am so sorry that this is even has to be something that you come to talk to us about. Like we literally, when we read these, like we really take them to heart because we see you guys as like people that we would be friends with and hang out with in real life and like have a relationship and friendships with. And it's just like, it hurts to see that you're going through something like this. So first of all, I want to say that I'm proud of you for even mentioning it to your aunt about what's been going on with your stepdad, because a lot of victims, you know, struggle with even coming out and saying something about it, especially Mm -hmm. since it was happening since, 15 so 2015 like you were literally yeah. a kid yeah um so yeah I wanted to start off by saying that and I think that you're you are 
very correct in how you're coming about this, especially now that it's not even involving just you, but your siblings too. Mm-hmm. You're setting this boundary and saying like, hey, my stepdad is an evil man. He's he's doing things that are wrong to me and my siblings. Like realistically, if you stay with him, I cannot be associated with you. Even yeah. though it is your mom, like I really do think that's a good boundary to set because at the end of the day, she's a victim as well. Like she's yeah. a victim of, like you said, financial abuse because he's not making, he's made sure she hasn't worked for the past 14 years. So now she's like kind of tied to him financially. Yeah. Too, um, physically and probably emotionally and verbally. Like that's honestly kind of a given with all of this. Mm-hmm. So like I, I take it, I take into the fact that like she is a victim herself. And I think it is very hard for victims to like leave their abusers and stay away from them because she's probably had this dependency on him for the past 15 years. Yeah. But realistically, like, if she decides to go back to him, she is a grown woman. That is her decision. I hate to say it, but it's like she's choosing this man over her kids. And it's like you as her kid, if you decide you do not want to have a relationship with her, you're completely valid in that. Because mm-hmm. it's like you chose this man that's my abuser as well over me. You know, so I understand your frustration. But um, like you said, she hasn't decided to go back to him yet. It's a possibility. But in the meantime, I feel like you and your siblings, because given that she is a victim in the situation too, I think you should try to do everything you can to save her from this. Like, honestly, when I was thinking about it, um, I was looking up like different um, domestic violence, like groups or programs that maybe she can go into. And I don't know which area you're in. So it really varies. But if you look up like domestic violence groups near me or something like that, you can probably find some that maybe she needs to go into like a support group with other women that have gone through something similar. Because yeah. you mentioned like she wants to, she wants to go be back with him because she's lonely. And I don't think that loneliness is like she misses him. I think it's like she wants to talk to somebody and she wants to feel like someone hears her and understands her that has been through the same thing as her. Yeah. And I think that's being translated as I want to go back with him. When in reality, she probably misses just like having the comfort of talking to somebody. And maybe he was that person for her. We don't, I don't know the relationship. Yeah. But I think that like if you can figure out a way to get her in either therapy or a group with other women that have gone through the same thing where she can talk about it, like that could be a really good middle step to like try to prevent this from happening. Because if she doesn't, you know, I don't know what her relationship is with your aunt. Like if her aunt's telling her this too, but like, if you can prevent that, I think that's the number one step. And if she, if she goes through all that and still decides to go back with him, then it's like, at least you can sleep well in a night knowing that you tried at least to prevent this. And you really tried your best to make sure she doesn't go down this rabbit hole again. But if she decides to go back and sticks to that and stands on that decision, I think the best thing you can control is how you react to it. And like you said, it's going to result in you cutting her off because I don't think you should try to like go back into that toxic situation either, especially given that you're 22, like you're grown about to graduate college. You don't want something like that, like holding you back in a sense. But yeah, I mean, this is just what I think based on all the details you gave us realistically. And I I will say in, in these situations or just when you're, when you're sending us stuff, the more details, the better. Because we can have a clear understanding of exactly what's going on. So even though it was lengthy, it, it was needed to be lengthy. Like this and the brain yeah. situation, y'all gave us enough details so that we can have an educated understanding and give you guys researched responses. And with yeah. these heavier ones, um, I definitely will try. I, I've been trying to like get better with talking, especially in sensitive areas. But that's just not my forte. 
the Nate is really good at that. So Nate will be talking to these for a good part of it. And I'll probably do the funnier ones, but um, thank you so much for trusting us with mm-hmm. this information. Like I know it's anonymous, but at the end of the day, you're still a type A black girl or a type A black girl, right. no, type A black girl. And um, it, it just, it feels really good that you guys are so comfortable with us come, to come with this information and trust us with our answers. Yeah. And like, realistically, like this is really sensitive stuff and like real life shit. So it's like, we really try to make sure that we come with like the best answers for you. And we love when you provide updates because we do be stressed about y'all. I'm not going to lie. We'd be yeah. like, bro, what happened to old girl with the did it, like situation? Like we really yeah. do want to know. So not to say you're obligated to tell us, but like, if you do want to update us, like we really care and we want to know, but, um, yeah, I hope everything works out with your mom. I hope she doesn't go back to that man. He's on our list, okay? He's on the list, top of the list. Um, And yeah, we really hope that, like, you know, you can at least try to work something out with her. But if it doesn't work out, like, I know it'll be tough, but I think it is important to set that boundary with her and make sure she knows that it's it's either y'all or him. It's, she can't have both. You cannot have your cake and eat it, too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that if you continue talking to her, if she goes back to him, it's kind of signal- signaling to her and him that it, like what happened is okay. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a very heavy note to end off of guys. Yeah. But um, we didn't, we, it also doesn't feel right whenever we do questions like these or we cover these to go into, why would you say that? Like, yeah, no. You know, we just be like, bro, we, there's no way we can talk about stuff like this. And then like, be like, okay, guys, so on Twitter today, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, guys, but again, we love you so much. And thank you again for like so many questions. We really do appreciate it. And yeah, moms, I feel like this was definitely a little like a heavier episode. I don't know. Heavier. We didn't expect it. But I mean, we knew that why would you say that would be heavier? But I didn't, when we do these outlines, we, we just outline it and we just kind of go from there. And we felt the vibes when we're recording. We're like, oh, this this is this is yeah. a little bit different than we expected. So yeah. um yeah what guys. We'll see you we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. You only got a few more episodes left. So read them books and we will we will <laughs> we will see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.